Welcome to the Launch With Words podcast with your host, Bridget Willard. We're going to talk about all things content, blogging, articles, videos, whatever has words and goes on your website. Hey, welcome to season two, episode two. I am sitting here with my good friend, Todd Jones. Todd Jones is a writer, among other amazing things. Hey, Todd, want to say hi to our audience? Howdy. (laughs) Okay. So um, you write for small businesses, all kinds of small businesses, a variety of backgrounds. You want to hit off some of those industries? Well, probably my biggest content writing client right now is MainWP, which is a WordPress plugin that helps uh, consultants and agencies manage multiple sites. Uh, it's hosted. You can host it on your – it's not a SaaS in the sense that it's on a third-party server. It's, it's one you can put on your own server, which is why the people who actually use the plugin really like it. So that is a big uh, client for me. And then um, I do a um, – a uh, local business sites, like a hyper-local type thing. You've seen those kind of sites, um, and we talk about a lot of different things. And so it really is geared toward both the the, um, the residents of the Conway area where I live and uh, small businesses as well. And uh, so I started a email newsletter last year that I call Local Digital. Um, and it's kind of the business armor that, if you will, and uh, I had been written writing um, emails each month from sometime early last year. I can't remember when we started. And as I was telling you before we got on, I had enough stuff there that I was able to do a little ebook, um, getting started in digital marketing for the local small business. So I was a lot of fun. I, I may refine it and sell it later. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio-quality audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It records each guest locally, then uploads the crystal-clear audio and video right into the suite so you have high-quality raw materials to work with. Sign up today at zen.ai slash launchwithwords0. Again, that's zen.ai forward slash launch with words zero. Nice. So what do you find is the biggest struggle for your small businesses that you interact with? Um, yeah, there's a variety of reasons. I think, you know, I was talking to my friend, Laura, who runs the little um, bakery that I was at before I came back to the office and get on to get on with you. And it's kind of a specialized bakery. They do like keto and gluten-free type stuff. And um, so, um, and I was getting the cacao drink, uh, cacao, you know, chocolate cacao mm-hmm. and um, the other stuff that they have there as well. And, you know, you can just tell from talking to her, she's like, she's busy. Right. She's been front for 12 hours a day or whatever. She like when I got when I pulled up, she was unloading out of her SUV all the stuff she'd been buying for the store. Um, they, they're busy. I mean, it's just uh, for the local business. We don't understand sometimes how busy or some people in our biz air industry don't understand how busy they are from from beginning to end and they do everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. she was playing distributor right there, going out and getting stuff for the 
to the for the shop while while the uh, other ladies were actually manning the shop. So she's got good employees. She can do that. She can run off and she has to go different places to get the things they need to make the items they make. Um, you know, and then um, they don't consider themselves writers. You know, it's one thing to write a text to somebody or write an email, um, maybe, but writing writing in a professional setting, you know, like on a like on their own company blog or something like that. That's not a skill that they have. Uh, in a lot of cases, it's not what they want to have. Really, they, they're 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 happy doing what they want to, what they do. Um, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, they want people to continue coming sure. into their store, to continue using their service, buying their products. So, how do we um, explain or uh, advocate for uh, words on their website? You know, this podcast called Launch with Words because I mm-hmm. believe, you know, the internet is blind. You and yeah. I know that. So it's the words that matter. We, we like to use pictures, but when it comes to search, SEO, um, ranking, and people mm-hmm. finding you, it's those words that yeah. make a difference. So how, how do you explain to a business owner the importance of spending either their own time or hiring someone to do this writing? Well, you know, that's a million dollar question, right? And, and, you know, I think 12, 13 years ago, I was helping a nonprofit and I, I told them, say, look, Google doesn't see pictures. Google sees words. And, and that was a, that's a very simplistic way of saying that, you know, it's reading the, the words behind what you see uh, on the website. I saw the other day somebody, and I don't remember who it was. It could have been you. I don't know. Um, basically said, I mean, this is a very generalized thing, too. But basically, um, the more words you have on your site, the more, you know, Google has something to pick up, basically. Uh, We know the nuances and the complications a little bit more than that. But when you boil it down to it, yeah, I mean, the more words you have on your site, the the more likely Google is to pick that up. Now, it, it comes down to... You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this all the time because I've started branching out into this whole how do I help local businesses, and um, <clears throat> because they're they're um, you and I have interacted in a software world for years, right? Now, right, um, and so it's easier for them to understand that they need to write content uh, for their website for the most part because they're right. basically an online business and. The way they're going to get found is from people searching online. Uh, you talk about Blue Barn Bakery in Conway, Arkansas. That's largely word of mouth. Um, do they, they have a Facebook page, and they put Facebook content in. They're working through on their their business website, and their their emphasis right now is they're, they're wanting to do a Shopify site. And I totally understand because you can sell the stuff in their store, so I get that. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of businesses around here that have a site, that are are like that are Shopify driven uh, so they can do the e-commerce side of it. Um, You know, it's, it's uh, the businesses that we're dealing with here. They just have a different, totally different model than, you know, somebody like main WP or, you know, some SAS website out there, you know, there it's a, it's a com. It really is a variation of marketing channels in the sense of word of mouth uh, using social media, which social media is changing rapidly. And, and what we used to do 12 years ago doesn't work as well now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to emphasize email marketing. 
you know, get people to use to build an email list and start doing that. Because that is, I would say, this is the most effective way to pull your people back to your website. Well, email right. And, and that's <laughs> that's the, my whole point with words, right? So when you're using Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever, that is somebody else's platform. Exactly. And they could go out of business or they could shut mm-hmm. down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they could just flag you or, 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 right? Yeah. It's not absolutely. yours. In the WordPress world, we talk about this a lot. And that's our kind of a mantra is you need to own your own content. And a small yeah. business owner is like, well, it's hard enough for me to do that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. But maybe set aside 15% of your you know, gross profit mm-hmm. toward marketing and maybe yeah. repurpose some of those things that you're putting on Facebook on your website so that it lives longer because the internet has yeah. a long memory. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and that's what I tried to emphasize with the email newsletter and the subsequently the ebook is like, there are two things you need to own and these are not negotiable, your website and your email list. That mean, that is your hub. That is your home, your home plate. And that's what you need to have. Everything else should direct people in. And um, so uh, I've, I've added email list to that. And the email list is an interesting thing because you own the list no matter what platform you have. So let's say you're using Constant Contact today and you want to switch to MailerLite. The, the list goes with you, right? Right. You, you may leave and go to another platform, but the list goes with you. So you own the list. It doesn't matter what tool you're using to send emails to. The list is yours. And right. the, the really cool thing about people who use Square or something like that to to take payment is that mm-hmm. you can get the emails from that. And suddenly you have it, – it's, it's more of a um, – Marketing list, a customer list versus um, email, like what we know, the opt-in list, you know. But it is a list nonetheless. And I've had local companies send me an email saying, hey, you've got 10 stars that's about to expire. You can get 20% off on your next coffee purchase. Well, guess where I'm going to get coffee next? You know, I go there and get my 20% off or my free coffee or whatever, and I think that's very important. So there's a lot of ways to execute this. We, we certainly think about it as a consultant, the ways we're used to thinking about it. It's, it's a different, it's a little different game when you get into the local business, you know. Um, I still stand by the, the principles that you need to own your website and your email list and everything else should be sending them there. Um, I like the idea of repurpose um, that, you know, I've heard you and Kim, Kim Dole talk about that word. Um, if you follow uh, Ross Simmons on Twitter uh, from Foundation Inc., he will call it remixing. And I like that because uh, what you're doing is, and, and really what you should do is put it on your website first and then remix it for other platforms. That's right. really what, you, you know, what you're talking about is like, hey, you put this on Facebook, you can put it on your website too. That's absolutely true. True. It should be the other way around. Exactly. You should really um, put it on your website first and then you can remix it for different platforms. And one of the things that I've discovered in the last year, not done a really good job of it, but the audiograms that people will use for basically promoting a podcast episode. So you can Mm -hmm. take, you probably know about all this, but you could take this episode. You say, there's something that Todd said that was really profound. I'm going to pull that out and make an audiogram, and yeah. then I'm going to put it on, you know, um, 
Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever with a or link Instagram because that's the perfect yeah. place to put that. Yeah, because yeah. Instagram doesn't allow you to share links, and uh-huh. I'm all about getting people traffic to your website. Absolutely, and you do that with these stories. I know you're really into stories, use cases, those kinds of things. Um, I have a big background in construction, which is why the pure premium content packs are very construction heavy at the moment. Um, but Contract, like, contractors, it seems to me to be an untapped area. And when I see people who work, untapped. and when I see people who work with them, I tend to not like how they do things. So for the most part, so they're raking them over the coals and there's yeah. uh, a, there's, it's the same way with the travel industry. It's really, it makes me sad. Um, it's uh, there, what, you know, what a lot of people talk to me about when I tell them about my premium content packs is they, they say, um, well, isn't that an issue with duplicate content? And I'm, I'm always saying like, that's the wrong problem. And so I'll tell them what's worse than duplicate content, no content. And that's mm-hmm. the problem that small businesses have. Whereas mm-hmm. franchises have the money and the resources. Mm-hmm. They hire PR agencies mm-hmm. that write fluff, bullshit, articles mm-hmm. that say absolutely nothing yeah and they're terrible yeah and they pay two thousand dollars an article for like mm-hmm. these tiny 300 word articles that say nothing go to any like uh remax i was just talking about remax remax oh they're their articles say nothing. They, the they're just so thin. Yeah. They're very thin. And if I was writing just for Remax, I would have I would have so much more in those articles. But they're not. They're outsourcing it, and then those articles can go on. Um, when I was working uh, at Trip Designs, they they had uh, the travel agency. They had um, bought into this multi-site website and then they would they would get the syndicated content it was mm-hmm. crap content like it would be mm-hmm. all about cruises we didn't want to sell cruises so i started writing articles to mm-hmm. buff that up it's the same with my real estate client i started writing articles to buff that up and the thing is that you and i know that we can reuse okay so we're of the generation of you know reduce reuse recycle right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why i say repurpose mm-hmm. so you maybe you're not a great writer that's fine i wasn't a great writer dr Vuzio, uh from eighth grade would have i i sometimes i wish i could sell send him all my books like i did this you know i'm not i i write to teach okay so and yeah. i started doing this because i worked at a contractor mm-hmm. And and I wanted people to know we are still in business. Yeah. That is the primary reason why I think it's very important for local businesses to do that. And then they have something to share on social that goes back to their own website. Yeah. Right? So if you're not a good writer, podcasting. If you're not yeah. a good writer, video. And then send that to Temi and then have your secretary fix all the grammar errors Mm -hmm. and then throw it up on your website. Yeah. Right. Or even better, find you a good writer and hire them to, to hammer out your content for you. (laughs) I mean, worst case scenario, because that's literally what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was the secretary that wrote those. That's, I was building the WordPress website, writing Mm -hmm. on the blog. I was doing that. That's how I had this career. Right. I just had a hidden talent, Mm -hmm. but 
But Todd, I know we only have a few minutes left, and I really want to touch on the storytelling part. Like these mom-and-pop businesses that have been in business, their family businesses, like how can they extract those stories for their own advantage on their website? There's a couple things that I would you know, talk, tell people to do it. And I say when it comes to website copy and, and I'm talking about the pages, but this, this also goes with the content as well. There's two stories you want to tell at least two stories. The first one is your own story is maybe it's your origin story. Maybe it's a story stories throughout the, the life of the company. There's, there's a Ford dealership in town that says they've been in business a hundred years. Imagine the stories in a hundred years that they have. The second story you want to tell is your customer's story. And that is what we typically call case studies. I don't like to call them case studies because case studies usually end up written boring. Make it a customer success story. Doesn't uh-huh. have to be this long, drawn out thing. But if you've got a customer, uh, if you have what uh, my friend Brittany Hodek would call a super fan, take that super fan and tell their story of how, um, you know, you as a business help them accomplish whatever it is. Now, of course, you, if it's B to C, it's like you know, okay, we have there's a there's a good feet feet store in Little Rock, and I think it's a chain, but they do these good feet commercials, and I laugh at them sometimes because they seem to be a little cheesy, but it's so effective because it's got somebody. And, and they're telling this story about how their feet hurt. They went to the Good Feet store. They couldn't hardly walk. They couldn't enjoy, the, the girl couldn't enjoy the hiking that she enjoyed. And she went to the Good Feet store. She got the shoes and now, you know, got, got it fixed it. It made her feel better. And now she's back to hiking and in nature like she loves or whatever, you know, and it's just simple. It's, it's, if you, if you're looking for a simple framework for that, it's before, during, and after that's it. No need to complicate it before, during, after what was going on before, what made you decide to choose, you know, your product, your service, and then how did things improve for you afterwards? Very simple. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two stories you need to tell. Uh, they're not one story each. There's there's tons of stories you can pull out of that. Um, and there there I, I follow Kendra Hall's uh, stories that stick. Um, and we don't have time to go into that, to that. But she talks about four stories. I actually did a video. You've seen it because you commented on it. Um, but those are two of the four stories: the customer story, and your you can start with your origin story. You know. Why in the world did you decide to start this contract business? Funny, uh, funny, not really funny, but there's a story Kinder tells in the book about a contractor and how he used to love to build things as a kid. And they used that as a why story, if you will, for his business. And it's a very big business in the Southwest. So, uh, yeah, there's, you know, if you're like, what is your why story? What yeah. you, if your origin story, your why? A lot of times they're the same. Sometimes they're not. But what is that why story? What is that origin story? You know, and um, that is, you know, and I say put that on your about page, at least the highlights of it. And you can always do it more in depth as a blog post uh, or a series of blog posts. Right, right. And then customer stories. 
Yeah, because we do business with people that we know, like, and trust. And in the mm-hmm. service-based industry, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're going to get, maybe you're going to go to this bakery, you like their scones, you don't I need like to Laura. know, or you like the person, right? But but sometimes it doesn't matter what their story is. But in the service-based business, I feel like that's even more important because we're going to be spending time with them. They're going to be doing our hair. Uh, they're going to be... redoing our roof like this is personal service is personal it's differentiation so your story okay there's hundreds of bakers and you can and you're you know depending on how big your city is san antonio is slightly bigger than conway so we're we're pushing about seventy thousand. What are you about seven hundred eight hundred thousand uh we're one point seven we're the seventh uh largest city in the united states there's thousands of bakeries in San Antonio. There's thousands of hairdressers, thousands of roofers, thousands of contractors in in uh, San Antonio. How do you stand out? Yeah. Uh, you know what what makes you different? You know, um, you know maybe you are the the in your town you probably have more than one um, um, place like Blue Barn, but you know that owner you know makes a difference. Yeah, that if you're veteran-owned, so. that's going to relate to the veterans. Yes. I mean, these are important Woman owned, stories. Woman-owned, yeah, I mean, owned, yeah. That, mm-hmm. we have to tell it, and we cannot rely upon <clears throat> the overlords of the Internet to rule our story. But I uh, have enjoyed this extremely. I think we could have broken this into three more episodes. Who knows? I might have you back this season. Uh Thank you so much, Todd. How can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, I'm a really active on Twitter. Um, my handle is TE Jones. So you can stalk me there. Or if you want to know more about uh, my brand messaging services, I guess you might call it, uh, that's copyflight.com. So um, that's the two main places to find me. Awesome. That sounds great. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me come and hang. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Launch With Words, a podcast by BridgetWillard.com. If you like this podcast, why not go ahead and share it with your friends, small business owners, peers, your brother. (laughs) I really appreciate your attention. If you have any ideas, contact me on my website. Follow me at Bridget M. Willard on Twitter. And I hope to see you on the next episode or the next season.